For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill Apter, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. It's Thursday. So you know what that means. It's time for Shelly Live on VOCNation.com. Hola, hola, hola. You are listening or watching Shelly Live here on VOC Nation. I am your hostess with the mostest, Shelly from Cali. I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Danny California. Hello, hello. I am just not in the best mood because technology just has not been on my side today. Uh, I'm hoping this works out. I hope it sounds okay. I hope it records okay. Hopefully we won't have any issues. We shall see. I just got done doing a live stream with my secret society. And the same thing there, it was just like... It, it just was quite the i mean i had a good time i had a fun time eventually but trying to get there it was almost as if like that's how i felt not so much my vag but the fact that um i was that frustrated yeah well hopefully everything goes well with this i am seeing a delay on my end oh that's great <laughs> but hopefully it's just my end and my connection. My I'm hoping, I hope so. Let's see here. Let me see. I'm trying to get this. Let's see. All right, very there we go. Yeah, split, split screen. screen. The things you do for split screen. <laughs> yep, now I'm seeing it. Now it's all choppy. Ugh, it's annoying. But anyways, it works. Here we are. I'm going to go with this one because the way they edit it, when they put it on VOC Nation, they put a really cute layover and everything like Aww. that. So, um, you know, today is Ashley Massaro's birthday. I just want to send those positive vibes to her energy and to everyone who loves her, who she's been in their life, whether they're fans, friends, or family members, whatever. Um, I'm just not really up to talking about that right now. It's too much. It's going to be too much, and I'm just going to talk about it another time, not today, but no disrespect to her birthday or the memory of her or anything like that. It's just, it's too much right now. <laughs> For right now, it's just too much. Well, it's good to know where you're at, and sometimes you're just not ready to talk about something, and that's, that's there's nothing wrong with that. You are allowed to have time to process things. And in life, if you guys have a moment and it's like somebody wants to confront you about something, it's just not the right time, just say it's not the right time. 
that's totally okay. You know, totally on that because there's a friend I had that, um, can you on your end lower the, um, the volume? Yeah. I think you got to this the other button. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's good. Okay, good. I kept hearing like myself <laughs> over there. So anyways, um, I had a friend that I became friends with in Kentucky. Um, long story short, we always kept in touch, whatever, whatever. And it was a couple years ago. We were um, just reconnecting, whatever. And I was trying to like interact with her on Twitter it really just didn't happen. And then I noticed that she wasn't following me on Twitter. And I know it's really, really stupid. Like, it feels stupid to say it out loud. But it hurt my feelings, you know. And then there were so many times throughout the years I've texted her saying, like, why don't you follow me? It hurts my feelings. But I felt so effing stupid about it that I would always erase it. But because today, you know, is a reminder of... You just never know. And I was just like, you know what? I want, I genuinely want to see how this person's doing. I saw on their Twitter that they had an injury not too long ago. And so I just wanted to see how they were. And going back to what you said, Danielle, I was like, I finally was, it was the right time to confront those feelings and talk to her. And you know what? It ended up being a very positive conversation to where like I could understand more where she was coming from, whatever, whatever. So I think that, the, the way, way I went about it, though, it took for me to be who I am today in that moment to, like, have that conversation with her, if that makes sense. Yeah, because you grow and how you feel about the situation may change. And sometimes people, including yourself, are not ready to handle everything that comes along with something and you might be clouded by hurt or anger or frustration, but when you can actually sit down and confront a situation without animosity, or if there is at least like, it's not so just surface level stuff. Like you already are beyond, beyond that, that and being, being reactive. reactive. So, so I think, you know, there's nothing wrong with that and taking time and just not blowing up on people immediately. Keep talking for a second. Oh, keeping on talking. I'm talking. I'm talking. My feet are going numb, though, so I'm going to have to sit on a pillow. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I've shrunk since we started the broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> I need to sit on something because I was sitting on my feet, and now I'm wiggling my toes because my feet are falling asleep. <laughs> Will you go ahead and do your thing? Okay. I'm going to sit on a pillow. <laughs> Okay, I was just seeing that, like, okay, let me do this. Okay, now say something to you. Hello. Hello. Saying something. That's so weird. Why? What's going on? Is it? Because when I had it on just you. Uh-huh. Talk again. Talking, talking, talking. Maybe it was just a bad connection. Because... I put my earbuds over here because I have my computer to kind of be the switchboard, if you will. And um, it sounded like it was all double. So yay for you guys listening and watching. You could just see all those audio issues. 
I probably like I'll keep checking in just, just to make sure that everything's a okay with the with the audio. So. Um, something that I didn't talk about last week because I said I wanted Danielle to be here to talk about it. So I definitely got to make sure I'm, um, keeping up with this, but was the shoot that we had at Mark's world order. And it was really interesting. I learned a lot about myself and a lot about others. And it was like, as I mentioned last week, Danielle was hired on to be, one of the producers slash director of the shoot, I guess, and the camera gal. I certainly was. And we got the script in advance. And part of the description of the day and breakdown did put me as a director. And for me, it was a little challenging because it's the first time that I was officially given that kind of responsibility. And I don't understand moves. I didn't know where the script came from. Like, why are these things happening? And sometimes the way that the script is written, written is not like how I'm used to seeing scripts. And it's kind of jumbled sometimes and not written in a certain way, like bullet points, especially when you come to like athleticism and stuff. So... It was a learning experience as far as that, and moving forward, I'm definitely going to try to work more closely with the person who writes the script so we can kind of make things a little clearer for everybody, including myself. And other than that, it was great. My camera died <laughs> on the last match when everyone wanted to go home. It totally yeah. died, and I had to, like, stop everything. Luckily, Luckily Shelly was, was the ref, ref and she's she was like, like stop. <laughs> And I had to grab another camera and film it, so the fluidity might not be there. But it got done, it happened, and every time I'm just learning a little bit more. So I definitely have some notes for next time. But it was great, and it was a intense day, and I can only imagine the people that were actually physically active because it got really hot in there. And we were all starving by the end and exhausted because it was such a long day. And that's how production is. It's very long hours and you don't know when you're going to get a break. Like a nine to five job, it's like, okay, I'll take my 30 minute here. I'll take my 10 minute here. That's not how it works when you're on set. And sometimes with physical action, some of these people are doing these like 15 minute matches. And then all of a sudden like, okay, it's up. You're up for your next match. Like, here we go again, kind of thing. And I can only imagine how their bodies felt. I know Shelly was really sore the next day. And all these people doing these crazy moves. My gosh. I can only imagine how they felt. I was exhausted by the end of it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, because here's the thing. This is what's going on. Oh, no. What's going on? When I'm talking... I need to have your mic muted. And when you're talking, I need to have my mic muted. There's times that that wasn't the case, but it seems like that's just the best way because if I keep the earbud in my ear, I'm going to continually hear that like couple second delay and it's going to drive me nuts. And I tried to do this the other day. I had a live stream with um, one of my, or a private chat with one of my secret society members and the same kind of thing was going on 
and it was really annoying <laughs> and I couldn't focus because I kept hearing myself like it's not even an echo it's like it's just distracting <laughs> I totally get that and that's why props to you because there's usually somebody on the other end like doing the switchboard and stuff and like it's a common technical difficulty if you want to have the fancy two-way conversation kind of thing but separate yeah. <laughs> together See, like but separate <laughs> I was doing so good <laughs> and now it's just like I don't know and then I know Danielle's like we should just record when we're sitting next to each other but I don't know. I like that you can do the close-up when the person's talking. And then last time I tried to do it, what ended up happening is Danielle's mic was muted because we were sharing this microphone. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I give those girls props because I had three matches and then I refereed four. And <clears throat> when I did that, um, I, you know, like I said, the, like Danielle was saying, these girls were just like really going hard and I know how I felt for days after. So I can only imagine how they did. Yeah. It's <laughs> see, it's, oh. see, it's hard. An alert on my end, the host has muted your mic. So oh. you said that right now I'm unmuted. So yay. I've been unmuted in life. <laughs> that means that means you got to mute you then. <laughs> I, it was working fine a minute ago. I don't know what the problem is. Let's see here. Okay, so yeah, I'm good. Let's see if I unmute you. Hello? Yay, I have rights. I'm unmuted. <laughs> I can voice my opinion. <laughs> testing, testing. One, two, three. Testing, 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 you and me. There it goes again. See? It's like, it does it, and then it doesn't. Oh. <laughs> that sounds conflicting. It is. <laughs> I guess I'll just keep... I'm going to see what I can do. I think I'm going to try to be stronger than I know I am. And if I, you guys see me get tripped up, that's just what's up. Because I'm trying my best. My foot fell asleep too. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, wait, am I muted? Because it didn't say that I am. No, you are not. Now your echo, echo again. Oh, it's so annoying. I'll just raise my hand when I need to talk. See, now you're good again. Maybe because I raised my hand. I don't know. Technology. Technology. Oh my gosh. Hold on. All right. Here we are again. Now I joined over here, but I still, now here's the real test. Okay. Deal. Hello. Hello. Do I need to project my voice? No, you're pretty good. Okay. Great. Okay, so I just have one more 
test, which I'm sure everyone listening right now and watching is just loving it. <laughs> I'm freaking sorry, people. And then I'm just showing you Danielle. Hey. Hi. <laughs> you can show me all you want. I just want to make sure that like what I'm recording, you know. I can be entertaining. Entertain them then. Because there's oh, people just listening. My ragtime gal. <laughs> this That's is terrible. Da, 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 da. Yada, 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 yada. <laughs> terrible. You know what? Just making it work. I know. Making but I'm just work. thinking about the people that are just making it work. <laughs> and big productions, they have to do all this kind of stuff before they go live. And... They have that luxury. So you saying that I should have did all this before we went live? I thought I did. No, I'm saying that they have more equipment and they have more resources and time. I think I got it. I hope this is effing going to work. Because my only concern now is if I do a single shot of Danielle, that it picks up. But I have her... I... I have her mic muted. I am muted. So we're sharing a microphone. Ugh. Whatever. I mean, there's only two people that listen to this show anyway, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't want to do this. I want to just be done. I want to move forward. I don't want to be recording. It's hot in here. I'm annoyed. <sighs> you sound like a perfect candidate to take a shot of vodka. <laughs> well, I have some in my drink here. So. Oh, I'm like so far behind you. <laughs> I'm not trying to whatever. I don't know. This is why only two people watch or listen to or they listen to the show. I don't think they watch. No, it. we just got to get going and get things situated. That's all. It's it's all good stuff. We have a lot to talk it about. It is not good stuff because people are going to be listening to this and I feel like you're going to be tuning out and not even giving it a chance because it's boring when you're just hearing us fumble and all of this. I don't know. I just, I want to stop, but I know I made a commitment. Here I am. I just get really discouraged with Shelly Life because I feel that, like, I work hard to try to make it going. Like, I put effort into it. I've squeezed it into, like, my schedule when it was, like, just that. I had to squeeze it in. I've had anxiety thinking that VSU Nation is going to be mad at me for not turning in my stuff in time. It's, like, this whole thing. And I know I always joke about the two people, but I literally do think just the two people do watch and listen to this. And, like, it makes me feel like those same two people, if I were to do this like on my website or something, would still tune in. So it makes me discouraged because that's that's where my defeatingness is coming. It's like I'm going through all of this to just like well, – let me, let me pull up Twitter. Uh, yesterday, I was trying to be all interactive. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And I was like, hey... 
tomorrow we're going to be recording and one of the two people were the only people that post like any questions or whatever so it makes me want to quit to be honest with you but I don't want to quit but then sometimes I do because I'm just like man maybe it's like I'm just doing too much and it's like I still make it work now especially with like a new schedule that I have but it's times like this where I'm just like why am I doing this like for those two people, I'm over here stressing out. I'm trying to make this work. I'm trying to make it fancy so that we can both be on screen, but like blah, 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 and all this. And I just feel like no one's listening or watching anyway. So what's the point? Well, you're gaining that experience. Yeah, I guess. But that's the thing. I'd rather have experience with um, my secret society because there's times where I will have these faux pas like on the secret society thing but to me it's like okay yeah i can learn from this because not only are people tuning in but they're paying to be here so yeah that motivates me and i don't know okay here we go so i said recording this week shelly live tomorrow any questions comments suggestions alternatives reply to this tweet one person <laughs> one person and it was like again one of the two people that actually listened to my show our show now and let's see what they said. All right, let's see what they said. I will actually, right now, repost you. It's not going to help. Well, I'm still doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not going to do anything. It's not going to change anything. Oh, how defeated. It's the truth, though. I might, it, That's literally the truth. Oh, now my computer's being a bitch. Technology is not our friend today. Yeah, no shit. Let's see here. And see, and again, now people listening, they're just hearing all the, or it's just this two. Hey, two people. Ugh. And now my Twitter's taking for, I just want to answer this one question from the one person that was listening right now. And it won't pop up because the internet's being super slow. And here's the thing, because the first part got all jacked up, the thing that makes it the biggest challenge for me to get VOC Nation their stuff is now that we do video, which I didn't want to do video at first because I was like, if we do video, then that means it's like a lot of extra stuff. You have to be camera ready. You have to have the lighting. You have to have the setup. Like every, all these glitches. And so that's why I didn't want to do it. And then I was like, you know what? No, like doing the smoking session with Stoner Jesus really made me want to. And then now it's just like, I should have just stayed with audio. Because then we could have just recorded it, boom, whatever. Because now that it's in those two parts, it's going to be a bitch because I can edit them together. But now it's a different type of file and it becomes a whole other thing when I try to get it to VOC Nation. Yeah. Whereas when I just use StreamYard and I don't have to do any editing because it's all there the whole episode. I don't know. It's just a lot. And I just took on two new editing gigs for other people. So it's like maybe I should just forget about Shelly Life. I don't know. Well, it's a time to reevaluate what's on your plate and see if anything needs to be adjusted. But the thing is, is it's like I've made room for it in my life, but those same two people who listen, they're going to listen no matter where I'm at, so I might as well just keep it somewhere else. 
Okay. Um, I know you were one of the first in wrestling to embrace the internet. Can you please tell us about the early days of your website and web presence? What memories you have of it? And is there anything you wish you did differently? Well, it's interesting because you're right. <laughs> Back in the day, like I've said this many times, I grew up in the era where a lot of when I was doing pinup modeling, a lot of pinup models had their own websites and they were doing their whole thing, specifically Dita Vontes and Stacey Burke, who did pinup, but she also did fetish as she does now. And when I saw them and what they were doing, that's when I was really, and there's a couple other gals, uh, Eve Ellis, um, I forget who else. Those are the ones at the top of my head, the bit, ones are making a lot of money. And many know. Many. And when she, when I seen all that, that's when I was like, I want to have a website where I can do my own thing. I don't have to. Oh, now you got off your phone. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just one of those things where that's what I wanted for myself. I thought it was really awesome, especially like you create what you want. And I did that, you know, I had uh, a web many websites and my first one was Desire Live. And I really wish that I could have did more with it because wrestling really took me away from focusing on it. But at the same time, I'm not regretful because even though like it just would have taken me down a different path and I wouldn't have taken all the steps that I had because that was way before I ever went to WWE or anything like that. So, and when I wanted to like truly have a website, that's when I don't even think of, I wasn't even in wrestling yet or anything. Like I just was a fan. So I guess you would say my dot com days were way before wrestling professionally ever entered my life. And I think it's okay that it wrestling took me away from it because now I'm able to rope in all of that to making my content a little different sometimes. Like there's a lot of girls on OnlyFans, for example. Well, the percentage of girls on OnlyFans versus the percentage of girls on OnlyFans that do the stuff that I do. And to be honest with you, I'd be shocked if I found anyone that did exactly what I did in the sense of they do the modeling stuff. They do the live stream stuff. They do, um, they were a vampire in wrestling and they go off of that. They were a chola in wrestling and they go off of that. I feel like a lot of people I personally know, um, you know, they maybe do it similar, but no one can do it the way I did it because of how my career was, if that makes sense. Like, I was that vampire girl, so therefore I'm able to capitalize on that. So I feel like me ditching the dot-com stuff for a while for wrestling, like wrestling paid it back. Like I know you had to sit on that for a while, but now you can use what you built with me to go back to your dot-com days. So I don't know if that answers your question, but um, my experiences. My experiences were pretty cool, um, except... The last time I had a pay site that someone else did for me, um, even though my friend Natalie helped me out, I don't think she counts because she just like literally showed me how to do a website. But 
the people that like I knew nothing except here's the content, put it up kind of thing. I had a bad falling out with them, especially one of them. I, the other guy, I don't even feel I had a falling out with. It's just that's the partner of the guy. And they're the ones to this day that hold hostage ShellyMartinez.com. And I have to pay like 600 bucks to get it. Which, if I had $600, I definitely wouldn't be buying my own effing name for $600. Well, and I feel that you are OG MySpace girl, by the Hell way. Yeah. You know how back in the day, for those of you out there that are familiar with it, you would have your little playlist on your MySpace. And when you go to the MySpace, the songs would play while you're looking at it. Like, that's something that you were doing for a while and putting yourself out there, people reaching out to you. And that was a time before Twitter and Instagram. And now it's just more accessible even people that don't have any fame or any experience they are able to have a bunch of followers and at that time you were you weren't necessarily looking for followers like myspace days yeah you have a bunch of friends but you're just putting stuff out there which was a whole different world back in that day <laughs> it's really true that's a good point because i was just thinking of that playlist today because this week I started to listen to my old getting the day started YouTube thing that I had, the playlist. And it reminded me of how I get the day started with that. And I put a lot of thought into the songs and the, the um, order that they went in on my MySpace player. And I remember I used to be like, hey, who wants to start the player at the same time as me and we'll listen to music together. And like things haven't really changed except that they updated like, I share music through Pandora now, and um, I don't know, in my live streams, I have music in the background. So, yeah, I do. I've been pretty much doing the same thing, and I'm not going to say before it was cool. It just wasn't, it wasn't, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It wasn't as available to everyone. Not that you had to be a certain person to do it, but... Unless you were into that kind of stuff, you know what MySpace was, or you heard about it as it like built yeah. up. <laughs> One of my friends, Mecca, shout out to Mecca, she tweeted not too long ago that uh, a picture of that guy, Tom, remember Tom from MySpace? Oh my gosh, I thought he was from Facebook. No, that's Tom is freaking MySpace, Tom from MySpace. And mm -hmm. she posted the picture of Tom and she said something to the effect of how Tom has lived rent-free in her head for like however many years <laughs> it was really funny it's like who is that guy because it was a weird picture where he was like <laughs> yeah like like an action shot it's a who's i wonder if tom's even real who knows tom may not be real he's one of the most popular guys out there back in the day <laughs> i know i remember i was so into the myspace that when people started getting at the beginning stages on with facebook it's who put, oh, I was watching a Peter Mon video like a couple weeks back. And um, he had said in there something like, he was bringing up Facebook. And how at first Facebook was something that like young people like used. And it was very social and whatever. And nowadays it's like even grandma's on Facebook. And there was like a good amount of time that grandma was not on Facebook because it wasn't a thing. It wasn't the norm i guess it was more for oh that's for kayla what face what what and i was against it because 
I had a boyfriend and he was super shady on the Facebook. So I didn't like it because of that. Same thing with Snapchat. There was this wrestler. Here's some cheese man for you guys. I won't say a name, of course. But there's a wrestler who it's very known I have an issue with. And he's the one that introduced me to Snapchat because I hooked up with him once. Oops. Talk about being in a little place in your life. So I hooked up with him once. And then after that, he started sending me snaps. And then it's like, I didn't have it. So I downloaded it and he sent me this picture, a snap picture of him shirtless in bed and all this. And when I seen it, I was like, how many other girls is this dude sending it to? And that's when Snapchat was really new. So I didn't understand how it really worked. And then once shortly after that, I did, I wouldn't use Snapchat. Cause I was like, that's shady and weird. I don't know about this. Like, sending pictures to a bunch of people i don't know like that's just weird and so it's so funny like even though i never was all about facebook i think the most active i've ever been on facebook was when my twitter feed was able to go be pushed to the facebook feed and other than that like i don't know i just i try i try to keep up but i don't know i just really i know this might shock some people But I really, at the end of the day, if you were to break it down, use social media, I'd say 85, 90% of the time for work. So it makes sense why I'm not really on Facebook, right? I always say I'm going to try to be on there more because it does bum me out. Like I had this friend, Casey. Do you remember Casey? Yeah, totally. Oh my God. I love Casey. She's so awesome. And she was a good friend of mine uh, around the time I got signed. And, um, so I had to move, you know, shortly after. So we were really good friends for like, oh, like almost a year before I left. And, um, I remember she threw me a little going away barbecue and it was so much fun. It was just me, her, her guy, my guy at the time, but it was a lot of fun. And, um, you know, I just love Casey and, we're Facebook friends, whatever. But when I especially stopped really going on there, um, one day I like saw, I got an alert that somebody posted something. I was curious. And so I was kind of like, Oh, let's see what people are up to. And then I saw Casey had a full on child. Like she didn't just have a baby and I missed the pregnancy part. It was her son was like already walking around, going to the bathroom by himself. And I was like, Oh my gosh, because I'm not on Facebook. I miss this whole thing. I miss seeing Casey pregnant and like being there for her and everything. And so it bothered me. I was like, oh man, that sucks. So like, it's like every time I try to be on there, it doesn't work out because like in the morning, the first thing I do, yeah, I go on online. Why? Because when I wake up, even though I wake up at five, it's eight o'clock on the East coast. And do I have my posts up? Do and like when I go online and do the whole Twitter thing in the morning, I'm doing that in between checking all my secret society stuff, the OnlyFans. I'm just trying to be interactive, whatever. And so I'm really not like if it was you take away work, I wouldn't really be online as much. And why I know this for a fact is recently I haven't been tweeting as much as I normally do. And a big reason is because earlier in the week, I queued up all this week's updates for the Secret Society. And I queued up my tweet saying, hey, da 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 and I put it all there. So I didn't have to go on Twitter to be like, because that's what happens. It's like, I'll go be like, hey, 
I post a model Monday gallery. And then like when I post it, I'll see my feed. Oh, okay. And I hang out for a little bit and then I move on. Dude, I am so behind. I can't even remember the last time I went on Facebook. And Twitter is like, I just went on today to promote the show. <laughs> and I, yeah, I'm so out of touch with all of that. And I totally get it. It's work. And some people, they use it as downtime. And for me, Instagram is a little easier because it's not words. It's literally liking images. And so it's less effort. At least in my eyes, it is. And there was a time where I used to go on rants on Facebook and Twitter. Ooh, I haven't gotten a rant in a minute. Maybe I might one of these days. Maybe I better knock Twit on Twitter. longer. Right. Yeah, twit longer. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done that in so long. And gosh, people are still staying active and good for them because it, social media is a lot of work and it's a lot of upkeep. And even on my Instagram, even though I'm the most active on Instagram, I still don't always give like a verbal response to people. I'll like their comments for sure. I'll like it but actually engage with them in a verbal way, I don't always do that. And props to those who are so on top of it. It, it is a full-time job. Some people, they do it more um, for personal reasons, and they do have the time and the interest to do that. But there's other people that are just trying to be professional and promote whatever, but then there's a lot of people who have zero to do with business and they're on there. I feel too much, but it's crazy for me to say because I make my money off of those people. So it's like, I don't know. It's very conflicting. Not only is it, it's not, it's conflicting, but it's like, I think people don't realize that. And so they think I'm just always online blah, blah, blah. and it's like, if it is a day where I'm online all day and you just see me post, it's because I'm working on other things. And because I'm, like I said, I'm pushing them over here. That's when that's, or if something's bothering me, you guys know, I'll go on a good Twitter. Oh, Shelly, would you, as I grab a shot of vodka, care to elaborate how you went off Twitter today and you had a little rant that had to do with me and my work. Oh, yeah, that's right. <sighs> that's exhausting to talk about. <laughs> Everything is exhausting. Just go on Twitter and look, you guys. <laughs> I don't even want to go there. Why? Because set it and forget it, you know? I... I set it and forget it in the sense of I got it out there. I threw it out there. And I'm over it now. Like, I've moved on. So that's why I really, maybe if it was at that time, but I've dealt with it all day in such a different way. And maybe that's another reason why I'm so, I don't know, over it. And I just don't feel like talking because today has been a day of just really... I don't even know what the word is. Like digesting things, maybe? Digesting a lot and accepting a lot. Mm -hmm. 
and it's a lot. Yeah. And I'm over it. Like, I don't want to talk anymore. I just want to be left alone. I don't know. Like, what sounds really good to me right now is just to go to my room and close the door and put something on that I like and hang out with Minnie in there, to be honest with you. Because I just don't want to talk. I don't want to think. Which is really awesome with half of my job is to do talking because I have all these podcasts and live streams. <laughs> but this is real, you know. Like, that's why... I'm still here. I'm still recording the show for tomorrow because this is what happens sometimes. And I think not everyone's comfortable, I guess, showing when they're struggling this much. And bitches, I've been moaning and complaining on the internet for a long ass time. Like that, that question. So that's why to me, I'm fine with just being a straight up bitch and just like, look guys, I'm over it, whatever. I'm here. I don't even want to do this, but I'm here. So there you have it. And the reason why I can do that with such ease, I guess, is because I've been doing this for a really effing long time. Like my first Regal Beagle happy hour was, uh, I guess, like 2008 or nine. So like that was a long ass time ago, <laughs> you know? Yeah, dude. And, you know, I've been vlogging all these years on and off live streaming. You know, as soon as wrestling hit for me, then interviews and whatever. And so, like, that's why I choose to do what I do. That's why I, instead of putting maybe more content out there or just telling people, well, that's all you get for the week, I add that I do live streams, too, and stuff like that because it's what I do, and I can do it, and not everyone can. Yeah. I remember the days where you would do your daily diaries. I still do them. Yeah, like, that's a lot. And I, by the way, cheers to you, Shelly. It's a lot of work. And I've seen you go through this work from MySpace days to now, baby. <laughs> You're doing it and being real. And there's moments before Instagram or anything like that was a thing. You were doing it. And it makes me so upset that you aren't, like, more recognized for that as a vlogger. It's fine. It used to annoy me a lot. And it's crazy because Stoner Jesus Oof. and I have talked about this on our on our show. Again, Shelly SGSmokeout.com. Go check it out. And something that both of us can relate to is we've worked really, really hard and started the reason why like he'll always say the reason why i have so many followers on twitter is because i've been doing twitter since the beginning before people were doing it just like me mm -hmm. and i think that's why we're really good together in our show because we both have already been through the ups and downs in moments like how i'm feeling today about shelly life that it's like we joke about it all the time like we always joke about how, like, he'll joke about how he's so famous and this and that. And then I'll always throw in the joke of, well, I'm sorry I ruined your career. And so I wanted the time, like, early on when we first started doing our show, we talked about this. And I was pretty heated about it. But what's interesting is what had happened is there were some people I knew through the wrestling world who started a podcast and my first thought was, oh, now they're going to have a podcast. And I wasn't saying it like in a hater way. It was just like, in my mind, I was like, you're 
not that these people ever said anything to me before, but one of them in particular, I feel always was kind of like, there goes Shelly doing her thing, doing her videos, doing her thing, because they were way more popular than I ever was in wrestling, and they did it way longer. I think they still do it. I'm not sure. Maybe. And um, when I saw that they were going to do this podcast, the reason why I said, oh, they're going to now is because I know how much work goes into it. Even if you have somebody else doing it for you, you have moments like I'm having right now. And I feel that one of the pe one of the pair would probably be more like me in the sense of being okay with showing that side. Whereas I feel the other partner, I just don't really see that, knowing what I know of this person. Mm. So it was kind of like a, not a, oh, so they're going to start it. It was more like, okay, good luck. You're going to see it's not all fun and games, like whatever. And I, this is the hater part. And I admitted this on my smoking session with Stoner Jesus. I said, because they were way more famous than I ever will be in wrestling. I felt like kind of no fault of them, but just like how life seems unfair sometimes. Um, because both of these people, I don't have an issue with them. I like them. One, I really, really like. So it's not about like cattiness or anything like that. It's just literally out of like being frustrated, trying, trying, trying. And then because they were more popular, I assumed that they were going to get a lot of traction on their podcast where I've been working on this stuff for so long and point in case Shelly live has like two viewers, listeners. So my whole thing was like, ah, oh. And I knew that they had somebody else producing everything for them. So all they had to do was show up, which is still a lot. You still got to get ready and be present, whatever. And um, even guys, you know, do. It's not just makeup and hair. Like, guys have to be presentable. And, you know, even if they look comfortable, they're still being presentable, whatever. So then some time had gone by. And I saw somebody had retweeted a promoting a promotional thing for their podcast. And so when I went to check it out, I saw that their numbers on their YouTube was pretty much the same numbers that I pull. And I was shocked because I thought they would have triple because they're so famous. And that's when I realized, like, I don't always know what I'm talking about. So even though, yeah, it seems like I've worked hard and I've been doing this, I haven't really whatever. I'm fine with it because all of that led me to having the smoking session with Stoner Jesus. Yeah. And I really believe in our show. I know it's just a matter of time and it might take us a while, but like, I really feel we have something really cool there and mm -hmm. we have something to offer that other cannabis related shows don't have because they don't have someone like Stoner Jesus and they don't have this reject from wrestling. <laughs> well, and can I tell you something? Yeah. I get so excited when I see Stoner Jesus is watching my videos or liking my post on Instagram. Like, it actually makes my day. <laughs> and there's been times where I repost him because he will not just be, like, funny stoner stuff. Like, he posts some really cool stuff about just self-awareness and consciousness, which is really awesome. And me and Shelly have been in the cannabis industry for so long. 
And I used to be a rep for an edibles company. And before dispensaries are what they are here in California, we were dealing with some shady places and things that were not regulated, really bad business. And I have a feeling that Stoner Jesus has had those similar experiences of just unprofessionalism. And he had to kind of figure out his way through that. And I think that gives him a different perspective and different experience. And so I think it's so great and so cool that you guys are collaborating. And as far as what you're saying as numbers, my thoughts on that is it comes down to broadcasting. And not everybody's meant to be in broadcasting. Some people are meant to be actors. Some people are meant to be models, um, singers. There's different levels of performance. To be a broadcaster is very specific and it requires a lot. And especially if you're going to be in front of the camera as well. So you can't expect to build a following as a broadcaster if you just are lacking that experience or maybe the talent you're still working on. Some people are more natural than others, but for you, I've been seeing you broadcasting for like 10 years at least and doing that kind of thing. And we have been a fan of Girls Next Door and we know that Bridget went to school for broadcasting and all this kind of stuff. And you can tell in the way she presents herself and that's why she comes across as a certain personality mm-hmm. on camera as a talent. And that kind of crosses over. So some people, they can't cross over quite easily and it takes some time to build that up totally but that's when like I let go of that whole like oh like oh because I was like dude let's say my platforms whatever they are like hit and they were like crazy right I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be having a smoking session with Stoner Jesus. And I know it's just a question of time to Mm -hmm. continue (laughs) to build on that because you get what you put in. And that's why like earlier when I was being all negative about Shelly Live is I actually do put so much into all of this even before it was um, video or you can watch it on video on the um, the I was gonna say premiere and the prime the premiere. Um but <laughs> a premium prime. Oh my gosh. The premium. <laughs> you enjoy the premium and you could see us. But that's why I was just like, you know, you get what you put in. So I'm putting in all this effort for two people to consistently be listening. And I've said some really cool stories, but at the end of the day, I am a firm believer as well that whoever's supposed to hear my stuff is going to hear my stuff. And that's just it. But it's funny because like here on Shelly Live, there's been times that I've literally talked about things that I didn't really care to go there and talk about just to try to get people to come. And they didn't. That's so disappointing. They didn't. And everything happens for a reason. And I'm not saying, oh, feel sorry for me or whatever, whatever. It's just 
that's why I have this attitude about it. It's like, what's the point? And it's not because I'm like, no one's listening. What's the point? It's like, dude, it's been, if not a year or at least close to a year that I've come back to VOC Nation and I'm doing Shelly Live. And it hasn't made any movement the way I thought it would. I'm not saying I was going to be blown up and be like, oh, I'm on the top. But, you know, I thought at least 100 people would listen. <laughs> at least 100. But I really think it's just two people. And I put a lot of time and effort into it. And, like, before Danielle was joining me, I was, like, doing that, like, when I was at the old apartment. And then you know, here. And I remember in the summertime being in the garage and hot and on the floor. And I was just on my phone broadcasting live to everybody. And I was doing it. And it's because I have a passion for broadcasting and I want to do it. And the thing is, I have those moments of maybe I should just build more on my secret society stuff and use the broadcasting there or build more with stoner Jesus and put it there. But then it's like, I always come back to, I think about Bruce and it better not be Bruce Springsteen. No. <laughs> From VOC Nation. Yeah, I know. I just had to throw that in there. And <laughs> I think of him when I've been around him and his smile and his energy. And that makes me not want to quit. That makes me just be like, and that's the thing too. He has no idea about this. And I'm sure he won't hear it either, but it's like, that's why when I haven't had things on time, when I was trying to figure it out and like make it work, I was like, I can't let Bruce down. I don't want Bruce to be mad at me. I don't want Bruce to think I'm a flake. Like, and that's what makes me stay. Cause there was a time I felt like this right before we we're going to record. This was months ago. And you were like, well, then why do you do it? And I was like, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And then it was like, four, three. I was like, whatever. <laughs> the countdown, we're going live. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing is like, I don't want to let Bruce down. I don't know what that means. Like, let's say this. Let's say I went to Bruce and I was like, look, I think it's too much. I got it. Like, whatever. Thank you for having me back. I swear to you, I feel with full, like fully that he would totally be fine with it. And he would be like, oh, sucks that Shelly feels this way, but okay. And still support me and not be weird. So it's not that. It's that, like, I just don't want to let Bruce down. Well, you seem to be taking the position of an employee, and you do not want to let your employer down. And so... Like, I remember we had a VOC Nation, like, meeting. It was a bunch of us on Zoom because things were going to be changing and they wanted to brief us. And I just remember, like, at that point, I didn't want to do the video stuff. And they were just, like, dabbling with it and seeing. And at that meeting, they were like, this is going to be a thing. So let us know if you want to like do it, we'll show you how. And I remember I was very against it, but the way Bruce talked about it, I was like, maybe. So that's my whole thing is with Bruce. And <laughs> he's been in the game for a really long time. He's super, super legit. 
So I respect him. I respect the SH out of him. And when you respect and are inspired by somebody who has done things that you want to do, like his broadcasting career is freaking awesome. Like you don't want to let those people down. Those are the people you want to impress, not because you're trying to get something from them. Because mm -hmm. hello, I'm already on VOC Nation. My shit show is. So like I'm already are. <laughs> so it's like it's already there. So I'm not trying to get anything from him. But like it feels good when somebody you admire and have respect for and have done things that you aspire to do, like in your own way. It feels really awesome when you impress them you know what i mean and i was being very unimpressive with my tardy turning in i'm sorry you guys and it was true like things just kept happening and i'm sure oh, yeah. they were like i don't know why shelly stresses about this it's fine but i did and i do that's why even though i wasn't feeling it i was like I have to record today because Danielle, this is the day she has to record. The show needs to go up tomorrow. So fine. I'll be in a shitty mood and that's it. Well, you know what? And I applaud that as somebody who loves Depeche Mode 101 and documentary style things. You're not always in the most perfect mood. <coughs> you're not always complimentary. Like it's raw and it's real. And that's something that I've noticed Shelly doing ever since her MySpace days and she was filming things and behind the scenes before people were doing this. That's why I'm really excited about whoever made that tweet towards Shelly as far as any questions for today because I've been seeing her do things that people have been doing on Instagram and YouTube. Like she was doing it and part of that is showing the ugly and showing when you're just low energy and not just trying to put that facade on for the camera and just appeasing your audience, but you're just being real and honest and not a dramatic way of like, oh my gosh, if I do a crying video, I'm going to get more viewers or whatever. No, just being real and being like, hey, I really care about this and I'm pissed and technology's not working and I have no help. That's honest and real, and I think that's awesome. And she's been doing that for so long. But that's the thing, going back to Stoner Jesus, is that's where we vibe because he, all I have to do is just show up. He takes care of everything else. He made the graphics, he makes all the teasers. I just help promote, you know? We're partners straight down the middle, 50 50. <laughs> but <Good>. he does <laughs> all that. Like, he's the one that set up the Patreon. He set up the OnlyFans. The only thing I really do is just show up, um, put my energy into it, and I bought the link, ShellySJSmokeout.com, so that we can have the redirect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that's about it. So, like, the stuff that I take care of on my end over here, that's why I think I love doing it so much. And it's it's easy for me to fit in my schedule because I just have to show up. And then he takes care of everything else. So, when I see him having issues when we're about to record and whatever, like, I get it. And it's helped me since I've done the show with him 
because there were times in the past where I would really get frustrated with it to where I just really just be like, forget it. And I would give up. But stoner Jesus, unbeknownst to him, has shown me a good example of, well, if they just figure it out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of, whatever, just forget it. And so when I have these issues, like earlier I was having issues with my Secret Society stream. It was the same thing. I was just like, okay, well, let's just try and figure it out. Oh, my gosh, point in case. Yesterday, was it? Yeah. So yesterday. During the daytime, Minnie and I, we went on a walk. And it's been like summer pretty much here. Mm -hmm. And we went on a walk. And I wanted to take her out at 9 in the morning. But I ended up taking her out at 9.45. And in the middle of our walk, it got super hot. And it was like, well, just got to go home. And so poor Minnie, she was just like panting. She has that coyote vest. I have to keep it on her. And so when we got home, me and Minnie, we were like done. Like that was it. No, I wish. Let's see. I'll try to see if I can. No, I can't. The next show or, you know, I'll tweet it or something. I'll show you guys a video of me and Minnie and it's me in my room with Minnie. And I'm like, Minnie and I have been like this since our walk. And it's literally me laying like this. And then Minnie's like this. Oh, my God. It was too much. So I really effed myself up, and all day I was very, I kept saying sun drunk. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it was, I couldn't shake it. It sucked. Oh, and so what ended up happening is I did a bunch of work, and because I was a good Goyle, like I said earlier, and I had a lot of stuff that was already queued up from the other day, I was able to have like four hours in between finishing up what I needed to and having to get ready for my stoner Jesus smoke out. And so I was like, you know, I'm just going to try to take it easy. I'm not going to feel guilty because everything's taken care of. I was good. This is what I'm trying to do. Give myself more time. So I'm just going to like try my best. So I went to go like promote that, you know, we're going to do the stoner, uh, the smoking session. And then I saw that stoner Jesus was live doing this thing called stoner Jesus games. I was like, what's this? So I joined his live stream and he was trying to play Oregon trail on the oh live stream, my gosh. <laughs> but it kept effing up like, because oh, no. it's like on a computer, you know? So he's sharing yeah. the screen and it's like real loud. It's like, <laughs> and I was like, Whoa. And he was like, he was just like, I don't know. I don't get it. I'm trying. <laughs> oh, this is really annoying. No, no, no. Well, let me try that. Well, for like a good while. And I'm like, I'm still here. Like, this must be how people who tune into my stuff feel. Like, in, on my end, I'm thinking they're so bored. They're not watching because this is crap. And then literally I'm sitting over there laughing. And I'm like, it's like a comedy bit. But I know how it feels to be on his end. Um, like the beginning of our our broadcast. Like <laughs> I wasn't laughing felt. then, though. Yeah, that's how I felt. Yeah. And so it just really reminded me of, like, it happens, dude. And he started playing. It ended up sucking. Like, it, it wasn't as good as I remembered it. Because I remember when I first entered the chat room, I was like, long live Oregon Trail. 
And by the time I had to leave, I was just like, I thought it was, I remember it being more fun. You got to be a participant of the Oregon Trail. That's part of the excitement. I think that's true. <laughs> yeah. The two people that are watching and or listening, do some research for me because I don't have time to do it right now. And I think one of you, um, by the way, that question was from Neil, Secret Society member Neil. Shout oh. out. Good question, Neil. Um, it was a good Neil. question. It was a good question. Um, I believe Neil and I have had this conversation before when I've thought about doing this. But anyone listening, is there a way, I feel there is, is there a way for me to connect with other people who have Wii's to play Wii bowling with everyone? <gasps> I oh, feel there's a way. That would be amazing. That's now, freaking awesome. <laughs> we have the like one of the first Wii's that yeah. came out. So that means we had to buy like a new one. I'm fine with that. Okay. Because all I care about on the Wii, even though it's fun sometimes to do the boxing or um, mm -hmm. the um, tennis, if it just had the bowling on it, that's all I really care about is building my little character. And um, by the way, Danielle's looks just like her. Just yeah. like her. So, <laughs> does, so does Metal Jesus. Metal Jesus' looks creepily. Like anyone that's come over and played and they've seen his character, they go, is that Metal Jesus? That looks like Metal Jesus. Yeah, that's his, his little thing. So I would just love to play bowling. And I don't know with like Twitch and how like things are nowadays and they a lot of like throwbacks like, Stoner Jesus going on the Oregon Trail. Is there a way we can do like bowling? Oh my gosh, I'm so on board for that. I'm so on board. Like I need to know this. And then it would kind of be a little fun because we have some guest players on our end and they might auto populate. And it's kind of fun trash talking. It is. <laughs> and you guys don't know who they are. And uh oh, hold uh oh. No! What happened? You sound weird. Oh. <sighs> you sound like we're in a spaceship. I mean, right? People could still. I wonder how long it's been doing this. <sighs> I guess this is a good place to end. I guess so. All right. I don't know what the hell happened. Something happened and technical difficulties are always so fun. <laughs> Anyways, we'll be back next week. Hopefully it'll go better. I'm negative, salty, Shelly Martinez. Saltinez. Saltinez. <laughs> He's so salty that I got upset that she just ran over my joke. Oh, dang. I know. I'm in trouble. Nah, I'm too over it to be in trouble with anyone. I don't care. Yay! <laughs> I'm just over it. You guys, whatever. I'm sorry this show sucked to those two people that are listening and are watching. We'll see what happens. Maybe next week will be better. Until then, I'm Shelly from Kelly. She's Danny California. We're smelling you later. Adios. Toodles. Bill After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, talking here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage.
And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the <clears throat> World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's... Uh, He's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect is? Well, I'll is? tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think... Uh, I don't know what to say, but I, well, I want to say one thing there. Uh, Bruno was a LA champion. Here exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. This is Bill Apter, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiants? Well, actually, it, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a did loss. Did didn't have anything to do with this? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this. The rules, as I always understood them, was that you, the title could only be lost by pin or or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history.